Redundantly Multilingual Pretension Markers in BWFSEDPRCLCEE by Sasquatch Kumquat, PhD, and D. Phil, Janice Quadrifons University, from Volume 155, Number 4 of Speculative Grammarian, February 2009. After generating minimal interest in linguistic circles during the 1960s, very little linguistic attention has been paid to the once semi-infamous dialect of English, namely beret-wearing, finger-snapping, espresso-drinking, poetry-reading, cafe-lounging, culturally elite English, commonly abbreviated BWFSCDPRCLCEE. Many scholars have assumed the dialect had long gone extinct, but we can reassure scientific linguisticians everywhere that it has survived to the current day and is well established among a certain class of high school and college-age teenagers and young adults who, prototypically, belong to a group of social outcasts who experience a certain existential angst and world weariness despite their well-to-do family backgrounds, which typically have shielded them from all of life's real difficulties. One of the historical sociolinguistic hallmarks of BWFSEDPRCLCEE has been a propensity for speakers to borrow French words and phrases and sprinkle them liberally throughout their everyday speech. Due to the long-term demographic transformation of the BWFSEDPRCLCEE population, which has skewed younger, wealthier, less educated, and more self-centered over the decades, the number of speakers who know enough French to credibly pull off such a linguistic feat has decreased markedly. We are happy to be able to report on a recent and interesting innovation in BWFSEDPRCLCEE, apparently driven by the need to find a workable compromise between the desire to include snooty French words and phrases and the speaker's general influency in and lack of knowledge of that language. See the naturally occurring examples below. This new emo song is great. It has a certain, I don't know what, a je ne sais quoi. Your sister is full of, how do you say, commoditon, stupidness? Among their non-BWFSEDPRCLCE peers who do not understand French, such utterances typically produce a kind of bewilderment. We surveyed several native English speakers unfamiliar with both BWFSEDPRCLCEE and French at JQU, and they said they felt they understood the general sense from context, but expected they had missed out on the fine details of the meaning. Among their French-speaking, or at least French-familiar, non-BWFSEDPRCLCE peers, these utterances generated a different kind of bewilderment. While the non-BWFSEDPRCLCEE French speakers understood each individual word and phrase of the utterance, surveyed JQU students reported that they could not understand what the cross-lingual repetition could or should signify. We used a psychosympathetic deep sentiment probe survey with intermittent electroshock to determine how BWFSEDPRCLCEE speakers really feel about the bewilderment they engender. Unsurprisingly, they love it much more than they love the electroshock. They also tend to revel in a sense of superiority when it occurs. Another, more surprising, and ultimately more disturbing trend among high school-age speakers of BWFSEDPRCLCEE in the Northwest U.S. will be of special interest to phonologists and speech pathologists alike. Getting beat up by the jocks is generally a mark of prestigious outsider status in this subpopulation. They wear their black eyes, busted noses, and fat lips as badges of pride. The frequency of fat lips among BWFSEDPRCLCEE speakers in the region has begun to affect pronunciation. So prestigious is the altered pronunciation that fake fat-lipped pronunciations are common in some subpopulations. There are even reports, which may be apocryphal, of high school-age speakers seeking artificially fattened lips via collagen injections. There are no reports of the fat-lipped pronunciation in college-aged speakers, and incidentally, no reports of older-than-college-aged speakers outside of a few graduate school enclaves.